Hey guys, welcome back to the National Restaurant Owners Podcast. This is episode number 46, but episode number one of season three, 2021. And I've got my man, Rob Feinstein, who is the guy who gave me my first chef gig. Oh boy. The flavor profile, how we played. I mean, dude, we were plating. Yeah. We were plating. You were fucking plating fried fucking chicken. You know, I mean, we were doing roll up asparagus, roll up like sushi style. Like it yeah. was, it was, you're, you know, it was way ahead of its time, but it was all about that imagery and that imagery I wanted to be perfect. This is the National Restaurant Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle and Sarah. And look, I have learned everything I've learned in the restaurant business by doing it the hard way. I've learned by making mistakes. I've learned by losing money. I've learned by losing partners. And I am here to share those experiences with you so you don't have to experience any of that. So whether it's scaling your business, learning how to be more efficient in your day-to-day operations, or just stay in the know with COVID reopening strategies, my goal is to provide as much value as humanly possible, particularly as we get going in this new year, 2021. But before we get started, I want to let you know that you can find the full video of each episode on my YouTube channel, along with several other videos featuring restaurant-related tips and insight. Now, let's get into this week's episode. And before we get into our guest this week, I just wanted to thank all of the listeners. The support has been growing, and it's been unbelievably satisfying to know that it has been helping you in your business. So if you could just do me a favor, I know a lot of you have done this already, is give me a rating. Throw me a rating up there on Apple Podcasts. I like the number five. You know, I'll take a four though, but five is my lucky number. And leave a little comment. Let me know what your thoughts are. If there's something I can improve, if there's something you want to hear that we haven't discussed. I mean, look, I deal with restaurants a lot and I do a lot of owners, but you know, I may be missing something. And of course, I'm missing the details of your particular story, which is what I'm aiming to do is to provide as much value in order to keep restaurants thriving and surviving. Even in this COVID, post COVID era, we are this deep into it, we can we can make our way out. So a lot of times everyone is just one little bit of information away from saving themselves and hopefully I can provide that. If you like the show and you give it a rating and you share it, we're gonna spread the word and we're gonna help each other, which is what we need more than ever right now. The best way to also get a hold of me if you're looking for some quick tips, um, have a random question that maybe you think I can help you answer, please don't hesitate to text me, 914-996-4569. And then hopefully by the end of this month, by the end of January, we will have our community group organized. I'll be more details on that coming up later, but it'll basically be a way for you to have access to each other going forward on a regular basis. I will be on there on a regular basis talking and putting videos up and providing more content um, to, to really just keep the community growing and, and getting stronger. So keep an eye out for that. And with that, I'll shut up. Let's get into the show. All right, guys, on this week's episode of the National Restaurant Owners Podcast, we are joined by Rob Feinstein, the co-founder of Studio One Architects, a boutique design build firm specializing in bar, restaurant, retail, and mid-rise residential and private residences. They're responsible for the launch of 30-plus restaurants. 
Rob is also the co-founder and designer of Soapbox, an exclusive line of ready-to-assemble furniture designed for the hospitality industry as well as the residential market. Soapbox has been featured in Food & Wine Magazine, Real Simple, as well as Fast Company, and has installations at WeWork, Breather, and Red Bull. But most importantly, <laughs> and most frighteningly, Rob is the man who gave me my first ever job as a chef. And I'm going to be honest and tell you, I've never been uh, more anxious uh, before an interview. So thanks for, thanks for agreeing to this, man. I know it's been in the works for a while. Yeah, no, this is awesome. Um, I'm glad you invited me, and I can't wait to tell all. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I usually have a whole bunch of questions prepped, but I really wanted this to be more conversational and just like you and I talking with some microphones. So sure. what are you up to today? And let's build to, to the whole company story. Sure. Um, where I am right now is in construction again. Um, it's kind of where I started when I got out of Rhode Island School of Design a long time ago. Um, there were no jobs in the architecture profession, so I swung a hammer and um, really honed in on my construction knowledge. And I found myself in Asbury Park, which I never thought I'd be in. Um, living here and building, rebuilding the practice, the design practice. Uh, so right now I have about 11 to 12 units in construction, uh, residential, a little bit of commercial. Um, and I'm getting back, back into like the ownership side of um, property. Uh, I have a small building in Philly and a building in Asbury Park and uh, down in Atlantic City now doing a couple of projects. There you go. So, as far as restaurants go, are you still working in uh, restaurants as on owner side, or where what what happened there? So, a couple, couple of years ago, um, I partnered a small piece of partnership with a group down in um, Asbury Park that has uh, Barrio Castero and Rayla, um, and I've done this in the past where I've kind of contribute my design and my construction knowledge to run um you know that that project and take a small ownership stake in, in both of those so we still have a small ownership stake in those nice so how are i mean it's an awful question and i probably know the yeah. answer but how are things faring for those guys now um you know it's interesting uh, i'm not really involved in the day-to-day -day, although you know i'm well aware of what's going on in them and you know ownership is struggling to make it work yeah. and um you know rolling up their sleeves and digging in and look, you know, you get creative, as I'm sure, you know, obviously listening to you and, and what you've been doing, um, you know, it's, it's the general theme, right? You either put up or shut up. So right. you, yeah. you, know, you got to figure it out or you got to get out of the business um, and, and regroup. So they're making it happen. Those guys are yeah. making it happen. Um, Asbury Park in general for, for, you know, sort of a coastal community that lives and survives off of, uh, you know, the summer months. Um, it, it's going to be, um, you know, not, not to be depressing. It's going to be a cold, cold, dark winter. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they should listen to you and, and heed your <laughs> advice. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, I mean, you know what, like I, I really said, I said this before, it's like this couldn't have happened to probably a better group of people because I think restaurant industry people are used to having to deal with so much adversity and yeah. obviously not like a fucking pandemic that's going to shut down your restaurant, but like you have to, you have to have that, you can make it happen. And I've said this before and I, and I don't, hopefully it doesn't insult anybody, but I haven't been surprised by the restaurants that's closed that have closed. 
Like there's, there's probably a lot of them have closed and COVID's not the reason you were going out of business anyway. Maybe it did you a favor. Like, look, um, this is a crazy personal uh, piece piece of my life. My, my mom was born with one hand. Mm -hmm. uh, she could type probably faster than you and I with four hands. Um, I've been saying it since it started, you know, like if I cut your arm off, you're either going to figure out how to use your other arm or you're not. And, you know, I, I know you and I listen to a lot of, you know, uh, similar, you know, people out there, you know, Gary V and, and Tony Robbins and, you know, this is it. This is your moment. Yeah. yeah. You know, I equate it to the design practice, the architecture practice in, in um, 13, 14 years ago during one of the worst, you know, real estate downturns. I had the bright idea about 12 months before that to get involved in uh, some development. It was after the restaurant, um, mm -hmm. after, you know, after company. Um, I was just getting married, uh, just having my first child, and the market, you know, crashed. We, you know, rented the building for a while. We sold it at, at a little bit of a loss. Um, it hurt, you know, it hurt financially. It hurt um you know, emotionally. Um, and that's what put me in Asbury Park about, you know, 13, 14 years ago. Um, you got choices. You got choices to crawl up in a ball, which <laughs> maybe I did for a little while. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> or, or you know, you, you dig in. And then it's, it's a journey. It's a real tough journey sometimes. And, um, you know, you have options. You have options to, 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 to not react uh, or to react. Yeah, I know, and, and that's that's the thing is it's you've always had that 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 sort of mindset. I, I remember, and I and I think that that's like if you can inject somebody's gonna open up a restaurant with something before you open up a restaurant, it's that. It's like you don't have a fucking choice, man. Like people are coming through that door. You got food to serve. You don't have gas, figure it out. You don't have a cook, figure it out. Like you know, that's it, right? Like you got to do it. That's the beginning of, of you know of you know sort of our our story, our journey, right? Like I. Uh, was, you know, I'll just jump right into that part. No, I'm relying on you heavy for this, by the way. <laughs> so, so, you know, um, I'm getting older, so forget certain parts. Um, all right, so Annie, my, she's now my wife. She was then my, my girlfriend. We were right. throwing parties in the backyard uh, in Hoboken, and everybody was goofing. And, you know, I consider myself a decent cook. Annie, a decent, you know, a very good cook. We're certainly not professionally trained. Um, and everybody's like, you guys should open up a restaurant. So that's how it starts sometimes, right? Uh, it's a different yeah. sort of mindset and passion. I was designing them and becoming part of them. I mean, that's a whole branding piece, right? So we went through this exercise of, of branding this thing that we ended up calling company, which was based on the idea of you coming to our house. Mm -hmm. um, and then I went off and did what I do. I designed it. I, I got it through the building department. I built it. Um, I convinced. What was the space before? I, you probably told me. Um, it was like a classic Jersey greasy spoon with a okay. little bit of a, um, uh, like a bodega aspect to it. You know, so you could get actually pretty decent food <laughs> um, from, from the guy. Um, and, uh, you know, the kitchen was in place and the bathrooms were, were in place. So it felt like it was a good conversion. I mean, I don't. I should, I should have had images, but, um, 
Yeah, oh, I, I, I tried to Google up some images here, and they just—I yeah. don't know. There's so whatever it is now, I guess. But yeah, I think on my on my studio one Instagram page, I have a uh, one or oh, two. That's right. Okay, cool. Um, but link, we'll link those in the notes. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but but the long story short was, you know, it was crazy. It was a, a bricked up, um, you know, storefront that we, you know, completely demolished and made modern, and. Um, you know, so, somewhere in the middle of that process of construction, I realized we didn't have a we didn't have a chef. So right. you know, we you know to the to the story of you, you just do right. You just think, okay, what's next? So we put out you know some some um, requests for 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 resumes, and we got started, and we found you know we found people, and we lost people, and we found people, and um, you know, I mean. Yeah, that's how we stumble across you. And, you know, we, we just did, I don't know if it, it was so interesting because you, you're just in that mindset of doing right. Like, okay, we need to find somebody. Okay. We found somebody. You need to write a menu. We did like, we do right. all those, those steps and, um, you know, bouncing around, but I will never forget the first night where it felt like a play. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I was in a couple of high school plays. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, yeah, Grease. Bye bye, Birdie. A couple uh, of people might recognize you from that. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so I, I just remember it's sort of like it's showtime, and yeah. you're underway, you know. And um, and, and it just it just kind of it started, you know. It started. <laughs> I, I had to tell you, like, I really, you know, the perspective while I was there was a little bit lost, but now being in the industry so long, I mean, company was ahead of its time as far as I'm concerned. And it's, and it's not only from the look and design of the space, which I, I did find a picture. I mean, I don't remember what it was before, but it is, it's a beautiful space. It's such a cute little spot. How many seats were there? 30? Uh, we were just, you're just shy of 40. Yeah. Just shy of 40. And has yeah, a killer little outdoor patio right on the corner there yeah, with all yeah. glass. And if I remember right, you were like, I wanted to feel like you're eating outside all the time. Cause I love to eat outside. Yeah. I mean, from the color tones, from, from, you know, the tile selections, from, uh, the screen that was, you know, kind of hiding the, um, the back of house. Like I, I did, I wanted it. It very much was reminiscent of our backyard space, uh, without being, uh, cliche or or Disneyland, um, right. yeah. I mean, I do think maybe we were slightly, you know, ahead of the the Instagram, right? I mean, the yeah, way right. the Instagram, um, yeah. So I think we were cell phones. I mean, so who had cell phones back then? I don't remember that. Jesus, <laughs> the brick, the brick. <laughs> exactly. quarters. I had, but wow. uh, yeah. So that was what year was did company open? Um, good question. So my daughter's about, about, uh, two, what, what, what year are we in? 20. Um, yeah, this year's flown by. Understandable. Uh, like, oh, dude, oh, four, oh, three. Okay. Yeah. I'd be oh, four. When did you get out of school? Yeah. It was, I think it was oh, four, oh, three. It was the beginning of oh, three, January oh, three, I think, or February oh, three, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, that's really what it was. And I think conceptually, I didn't, there was nobody else that was doing anything like that. Everything was kind of very, and I remember you were not wanting to be in that box with everybody else. Hoboken has a lot of 
I mean, now it's a different story, but like back then it was like older type restaurants kind of set in their ways. Everything was kind of the same. And you were like, no, we're doing fried chicken. We're doing kimchi. We're doing all sorts of, all sorts of different stuff. And it was like, I, I mean, looking back on it, I, I mean, you could open that place in, in Hoboken right now and it would be a showstopper, I think, in terms of what's being offered. I tell you, um, it, it comes up from time to time, right? Um, people ask you when you get out of the restaurant business, will you ever do that again? And I'm like, yeah, given, you know, again, bringing it to current times, right? Like, yeah, you, you would be so much tighter, you know, you would like with that knowledge, you'd be, you know, with failure comes knowledge and that knowledge is, is priceless. Um, so yeah, I mean, there, there's some stuff in Ace Atlantic City that I'm working on, and one or two of them you know, have a, a, a component that could have, you know, restaurant space. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not out of, it's not out, it's still, given what's going on, not out of the realm of, of possibilities, you know. You don't um, lose that itch. Like, <laughs> like, like, you, you see somebody doing, like, a shitty job, and I'm sure, like, from a design point of view, it's a similar kind of mindset, like, this could be a great spot, but this design sucks. Like yeah, I can make yeah, it better. Yeah. I can make the flow better. I can make it look better. And like yeah, yeah. restaurant experience. And, and like, now it's really interesting. It's really interesting with um, you know, so the, the the nine unit project is that I'm doing in, in Asbury is not. I'm not part of the ownership team. I'm just the design side, uh, architecture side. And then they asked me if I want to build it. Um, and then um, I'm I'm friends friends with. Um, uh, one of Jersey's top chefs um, and the team out of Heirloom Kitchen. Uh -huh. uh, and maybe I'm going out on a limb here, but um, you know, we, we were in conversation. I had reached out to, to Dave to see if they were interested in the space. And um, you know, the point of the story is that they were, you know, during go, you know, during COVID, they, they, you got tight, you got efficient, you know, what's up um, and you know, it's not going to last forever. Um, but it was interesting because we started talking about the component of pickup, you know, like, so on like design and how like now I'm going to have to really consider that um, moving forward. And, you know, talk, you know, I'm always trying to dra draw out the narrative for people, you know, uh, as part of the design process um, and go, Oh, I, I know layout. I've done like 30, 40 restaurants. I, I'm yeah. good with layout. But now it's like kind of interesting. There's like a new twist. Like, what do we do? How do we make this better? How do we make you successful? What yeah. can we do to incorporate this? I don't think it's going to leave, you know, the the atmosphere for for, for quite some time. And right. I and I and I think, and you probably could answer this better. Is what is that? Like, what is you know, what is the new, um, you know, what is the new thing? What what is really important moving forward? Yeah, I think it. You know, a lot of guys, you know, in the beginning were like you know, my food is, my food's not, it can't be packaged to go. Like, I can't do it to, it has to be plated like this. It has to be experienced like this. And that's ego, right? Like that's ego driving the decision. And that's not smart as a business person. So I think now, well, the, well, let me go back. The conversation was, well, footprint is going to get smaller. People are not going to take 2,500. They're going to take 1,500, 1,750 square feet because they're not going to have so much seating. But what I'm seeing now is that's not the case. They're just dedicating more space to the kitchen. Right. So they may not be having, so there may be having like this line is for pickup and delivery. And this line is actually the front as to not. So staffing models change, layouts change, like the, the flow changes. So like, 
if you are picking up over here, you can go right out this door. You're not doubling back to go out the way you came in. Yeah. So that's a lot of the things that I'm seeing. But I think a lot of it has been ego driven. And some of the chefs had to come down and say, shit, like maybe my, you know, whatever. My 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 ribeye steak is it needs to be a ribeye taco or it needs to be a ribeye sandwich or something like that to make it deliver to survive. I mean, Noma in Copenhagen is a burger joint now. Right, right. <laughs> so I mean, that's I, I think you do what you have to do to survive. It goes back to what you said before. You do what you have to do to survive, or just shut do yourself a favor and do your yeah. family a favor and shut the doors, right? You're not take you're that not, arm off, bleed out, or grab a tourniquet and keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly a good way to put it. Um, but you know, in regards to, to more about you. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. I was trying to <laughs> oh, it looks okay. So here's the deal. This what I remember was let's 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 go into that because that's kind of, we talk about that other shit all the time. How you put an ad up? I came in. I don't. I remember there was a a contingent of cooks in the kitchen already. You had like three or four guys plus a dishwasher. Jesus Christ! What the hell was that guy's name? Um, I can't remember the little guy. Oh, Fernando. <laughs> Fernando. Fernando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fernando. Fernando, um, the little guy. I'm telling you, I use this analogy all the time. There was a little guy who made the white bean croquettes all the time. Yep. yep. Look at that. And then there was Hanero, and then there was a dishwasher, Felipe. Yeah. How, how the hell do I remember that? But I remember it. Um, you could take it from there. Well, <laughs> first I'll make it. First I'll make it about me. Like um, yeah. I, I won't forget. Maybe this was after you left or before you got there, or you or you left. There was a Valentine's night where the <laughs> where the dishwasher ran out. So, so Anna, Anna goes, you know, I'm not really a guy that goes to the bar by myself and has like a couple of drinks. Like I'm more stressful sitting at the bar thinking like it's going to be a shit show at, at the restaurant. Yeah. So I go <laughs> and I go up there and I don't know, I meet Patrick or Cosmo or one of the guys and um, I'm hanging out and she, she reaches, she calls me and she's like, uh, Fernando, whoever the dishwasher, nobody showed up or he ran out. I remember those motherfuckers. Yeah. Those, those motherfuckers are like, you're the dishwasher tonight. Like, fuck you. They yeah. left me until two in the morning <laughs> doing the mats and washing every, Like, nobody was like, yo, it's 10 o'clock now. I'll help you, like, in the dishwasher. I, I didn't leave that place until two o'clock in the morning. I do remember that now. I do but, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I remember, you know, when you, when you got there, um, we were, uh in bad in bad shape mm -hmm. <laughs> like you know people had left um wasn't it wasn't the girl there the woman wasn't no um <laughs> i don't remember her actual name i remember that they, they the guys in the kitchen couldn't pronounce her name and they called her clementina ah clementina carolina or kathleen, yeah. kathleen maybe but it was she yeah. was there before for you and then you took it over or you no, well, well there was fernando and all those guys were there i came in and you were kind of like told me that this is a kind of a like a little bit of a mess like these guys are you know <laughs> yeah undersold me on that one but then and i you know was uh had been working around the city did my internships worked in a couple other places but i never run my own kitchen but i looked at these guys and i saw them and i remember thinking like these guys are like taking advantage of what's going on here. And like, I knew that you were super busy doing your stuff. And I remember saying to you, like, this might be crazy, but I think we have to fire everybody in the kitchen. 
Do you remember that? And, and then they all like tried to leave, and it was like, right, it was like there was almost like a coup. Right. Yeah, and they were yeah. gonna kill me. I don't know what the hell. Fernando was showing up drunk. It was like crazy. Yeah. It was a rough time. <laughs> um, but with yeah, but with that, and look, I mean, I, I, I was not who who I am now. I definitely know I made people crazy and pissed people off and spoke spoke uh, probably. That's what, that's what uh, my list is for. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, one story that sticks out. Yeah, like I, you know, I, I was not from that business, and I. I so that, that night that I remember, like, kind of equating it to a play. I also kind of remember it equating it to like a job, uh, a, a construction job. And I probably, mm-hmm. you know, said this shit to you in not so nice of words. Like, you, 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 you can't build a foundation without the concrete and digging the hole. Like, how do you not be prepared? Right. So I wasn't ever really good at um, I'm better. I'm probably not great at like that, like prepping guys. I want you to succeed. Right. I figured you want to succeed. Right. So my approach was, why the fuck aren't you succeeding? <laughs> you know, yeah, right. how are you not like, you know, and this isn't directly yeah. at you, but like I would be so frustrated, um, you know, in in that environment where I really didn't have control. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think, you know, I certainly remember you now I'd come in and, and, and mix, mix batches. Like I wasn't like an absentee owner, no, you know, know. but I was balancing work because I needed to make, I needed to make money because yeah. that yeah. certainly wasn't. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I definitely remember you and I, you know, yeah. having, having issues, you know, you being young and being inspired to be what you wanted to do um and me having an idea and, and that's hard i mean that's, that's know, really hard. Really- i think you did i think you did a, a like a looking back on it and then having gone through this with other chefs is you were like this is what the expectation is these items are staying you can do x y and z and being like a little hesitant of what could be ha- what happened first and then like show me a menu first cook me some stuff for i think you did a great job with that and I, and, and i remember just thinking like this dude's got a lot on his plate, but he's like, involved what's going on here. Cause I mean, I remember being like, Hey, I need to talk to you about this or like this menu thing is ready. And you're like, I have a job. Like I'm then working over there. You, this is for you to do. And yeah. I was like, Oh, holy shit. Like I really had to like figure it out. And it, it but you, you definitely gave me the rope to hang myself with for sure. Right. It was being, it was wild. I mean, it was fun. And to be honest, it's what really drew me to that business was, um, you know, the independent restaurant operator. I remember thinking like, I have to do this for you. Like I have to do this for you. There was an expectation and an accountability that went along with, with being there with the owner that you need to connect with as, as a chef or anybody who works in a restaurant that this guy's trying to make a living. You know, you're here trying to make a career, but at the end of the day, you can walk away. Right. I feel like we had that conversation, but like, you know, it's, 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 it's their baby and it's their dream. And, and I remember thinking when I owned my first restaurant and running into my first kind of like headaches, thinking of you, and maybe that's when I first text you, like maybe like 10 years ago or something yeah. Yeah. like um, it's, it's not fucking easy. And the respect that you have to have for one another. I mean, I think the industry's come a long way since then. Um, but um, you don't need respect I, anymore. <laughs> yeah, you just need uh, podcast, yeah, <laughs> podcast and Instagram, and you're good to go. Right. 
But it was, um, you know, I remember nav- trying to navigate all that stuff. I mean, there was George, the waiter. I remember him and yep. navigate, you know. Annie, the, like having Andrew, my wife. Annie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that, was, that was a challenge. But I tell you, you were a communicator, which was always um, not always easy to, to deal with at that age. You know, you don't want that age. You don't want to hear it. You think right. you know everything. And you're like, you have the ideas. But you were firm, firm in that. And I think that. That went a long way in, in keeping that restaurant running. I, I I think that you know, I think the architecture thing. I think uh, if I if I get on the uh, psychiatrist's couch, like, look, I am in no. I'm so not near perfect. I'm so not near where I want to be now. Um, mm-hmm. I think even you know, then I had, I was like, I want to, yeah, especially without liquor, right? With yeah, liquor. right. BYOB. Um, so we couldn't hide any sins of, of cost overruns or, or anything with, with, with the liquor. So we had to put out really good food, mm-hmm. which you did, right? I mean, it was never, ever a case. It, it's, it's interesting. I'd, I'd love to figure, figure it out. But it was, it was interesting because it was never a case of the food is not good or excellent, right? I mean, regardless of whether it was there before you or it was something that you came up with. I mean, the food was good. I mean, yeah. still people like that. I know that used to go there. Still people talk about, you know, the brunch and the dinners and, ev- you know, everything. And, um, you know, Annie's sisters um, are, are always asking for certain things that we made, you know, there. <laughs> yeah. like, collard greens. They want the collard yeah, greens. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, but but the yeah the, the point is I was trying to like really fucking achieve at something, and um you know I wanted it to be great, you know I wanted it to be great and I wanted it to be a, a, a success. I wanted it to be a success, you know financially, but almost as importantly, I wanted it to be a success. I wanted it to be recognized as something really good in the community, different, um, and uh, you know. The behind the scenes were were definitely tough. I mean, I remember them being some of the worst times in in my life, yeah. you know, and and some of some of the best. But same thing, like you know, it was a learning point for me. I don't care if you're twenty something, thirty something, forty something, fifty something. Like you should be constantly learning. And I definitely know those those things that happen in that kitchen are mm-hmm. useful for me. You know, now you know, you but. Apply- things to to clients or to the partnership that you have for sure you know and and you were an asshole no you were you were you were young and you 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 know it it, it's interesting you know thirty thousand feet 20 years later we have this perspective but yeah yeah, you you were me then right i mean i maybe got 10 years or more on you like how old are you i just turned 44 um yeah 10 January. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And, and, and that's okay. I mean, yeah, so you were you were young. So you were thirty. You're thirty. Yeah. yeah so you're thirty three. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, and that's I said that's that's it. It really just came from the, the desire to be great. Not yeah. like okay. We could have been okay. We probably would have been better off financially. Okay. Right. You know? Um. But you know, with, with that came you know the, the tension of of like fuck you it's my place we got to get 
know, we got to get here, and then you can start adding more Kyle, you know, more Kyle to the mix. Um, but so in, in so with that, are you? I mean, you're in a partnership there. I talk a lot about partnerships. I've had some fucking awful partnership experiences. Are you still? How did that? How did that play out? How did that that dynamic work? Because I remember there was some like back and forth about him not being there so much or what the expectation yeah, was. Yeah, Can you just so, talk through what that was like? Yeah. So you know, early, very early on, um, I, I pitched the idea to to a guy I went to to you know to RISD with to, to college with, who you know was a jeweler. You know, <laughs> certainly wasn't in the restaurant business, and uh, I think it was. I probably asked for like 30 K or something. And, um, you know, that, that I kept going back to that. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. More, you know, eventually he, like during construction, he would pitch in a little bit here and there. And then when it got to opening, um, you know, he, he would obviously show up and, 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 yeah. and attempt to help. Um, and in retrospect, you know, I, I remember building animosity because look, if I come to you and, and, you know, want to be partners, um, you know, and we're friends, right? I mean, they say, oh, never go into business with friends and family. I'm the complete opposite. I'm mm -hmm. going to fuck you. You're my friend. Right. right. I mean, like, I'm going to either say, look, I can, you know, give you 20 grand or I can contribute 20 hours. And that's like, that's where it is. But if I see the thing, you know, the, 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 the uh, ship sinking um, and you're my friend, we're going to figure this out. Like, right. what are we going to do to, you know, and if it means pull the plug or throw the hose on it, um, you know, I guess that that could be an answer. But back to, I, I was not going to let this thing die without, you know, giving it everything I got. Right. Money, you know, got up there at six o'clock in the morning to make some more, um, uh, not muffins, um, the... Yeah. Biscuits, buttermilk biscuits, biscuits. dude. What? <laughs> biscuits. I still, I, when I still see, but I still see a biscuit. That's the first thing I think of is dumping that big dough onto the stainless steel prep table. Yeah, yeah. Those things were um, banging. Oh, dude. Well, uh, maybe we'll circle back about the refrigerator one day. Uh, <laughs> you remember the refrigerator? I came in and and it was unplugged, and everything in the refrigerator uh, was yep. gone. And I screamed so loud. The people that lived in the condo above, nobody was in there, it was me by myself. And I just screamed like somebody had ripped my heart out, stabbed it, tried to stick it back in, shove it up my ass <laughs> in a street. They um, came down? They came down. They're like, what happened? Are you okay? We, we literally thought you got you were being murdered. I was like, <laughs> scream crying. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty. pretty oh, my. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, well, that's it. That's that's it. That's the definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was you know that was sort of the beginning the beginning of the end and um uh, i am not talking to that guy right now for other mm. reasons right but it's a whole other story um mm -hmm. because I, I don't have that in my life you know where right. i like fuck you and i'm never talking to you right fuck you and i'm never talking to this to him but no. but, but but that to, to the point is like I won't let somebody die. like I won't let a brother a guy I consider a brother right the fuck in front of me you know fall to the ground and, and not try to grab his hand or, right. or so but unfortunately not a lot like not like you're alluding to not a lot of partners feel that way 
they're they're like, hey, I did this, do that. You said you were gonna do this, do it, or hey, I can't help you. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know to, to, in his defense, that was him. Like, I gave you the money, I gave you a little, you know, I chipped in here and there, a whole other fucking bunch of stories. <laughs> but yeah, the reality is, um, you know, I don't know what could have made it last longer, but I certainly know I didn't give up on it. Which, no. you know, right. bring it back to COVID, those are your options, right? You either really face the music, which is very hard, um, and and feel like you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, I gave it fucking everything. Yeah. You know, I spoke to the landlord, I tried to renegotiate, I I adopted, you know, delivery, right. which I did. I changed my menu. Like, right? It's either Yeah, right. Right. Do all those things. Um you know, so so you know, yeah, the partnership dissolved. Uh mm -hmm. we were still friends uh, at that point for a couple of years. And um yeah, I mean put me you know, partnering is hard. Uh, my wife is my partner obviously in life with the kids. Um that created a lot of turmoil and tension. We were engaged. Yeah. We we yeah. were engaged. You got I think you got engaged you got engaged you weren't well, engaged when you started the restaurant, right? Correct. Got engaged. She left me. <laughs> she she left me. We dissolved company. She left, you know, for about a year. And I went and, you know, did some personal work. And, you know, I was just heading towards 40. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, and, you know, kind of got my act more together. Kind of, um, sort of. <laughs> and, you know, that, that, you know, this time... You know, we got married. We had our first child. Now, you know, we have two now. Um, we are in business together. It's a lot different. Mm -hmm. uh, I am still that person that wants pretty close to perfection, and I still am that person that has a hard time, you know, delegating. So, yeah. you know, you got to know your personality. Is it anything like you thought this podcast would be? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I mean, to be honest, like, the, the, I mean, the, what my my wife is actually, like I said, listening upstairs, but she said, um, you know, someone just said they love this story, but like she just said she can see the influence in how I am now. Because, I mean, I think I I do, I have a certain set of expectations for how something's going to be. And I know that I could probably do it. Like, I could probably do whatever it is. Like, if it's in the restaurant, I could be the bartender. I could... I could fix that socket. I could do whatever the hell. So if you don't do it, I'm going to be pissed off if you don't do it correctly. Um, but, you know, I think that that's something that I learned from you is that you got to be able to roll your sleeves up and do what has to be done. There is zero time for um, if you're trying to put food on your table, there is well, zero time. No, to frame no crying in baseball. No crying in baseball, for sure. And I remember – um, you being emotional about a lot of things that were going on there, whether it was sales or who knows what was going on. And it, it being, you know, struck me as being like, wow, this shit is real. This is like real deal. And it hit me home. It hit home with me even more as, as I've gone through my career in terms of what's really on your plate. And I think a lot of people don't understand that they do get caught up in the fact that, Hey, I do have great backyard parties. I can have a great restaurant, but at the end of the day, are you comfortable with everything being on you? Like if shit's not going right, it's you, you can hire whoever you want, but guess who hired him? You like that kind of stuff. And not everybody's comfortable with that kind of accountability. And then, and then it's, it's nuanced, you know, and 
you know, as we we're speaking at certain points in the story, like my eyes are like getting watery. I'm an emotional guy. And so Mm -hmm. that, that heat that I would bring into the kitchen, um, was based in that. I wanted to be, I wanted to be successful. I wanted our, hence the name company, right? Like I wanted our guests to not know that it was heated in the kitchen, come out and, yeah. you know, and it'd be perfect and be good and be, you know, feel like it was the right price and be like, I wanted all those fucking columns to be fulfilled, all those boxes. Yeah, right. And, you know, as we, you know, kind of unravel the, the, you know, this b- between us, like I probably also thought that about, you know, about you and now do from, from, watching you right like i'm so glad we we've stayed connected like it's so fun i i didn't think i had you know influence on you at in any way shape or form but like you you're bringing the fire right i know a little bit about your you know success i'll call them successes and failures but like i'm watching you as a kind of young younger sibling again not thinking i'm i'm influencing it at all but Mm -hmm. going yeah, fuck, he's firing me up. Like, I got to stay on my game. I got to get better. If I'm going to stay in the design and architecture you know, piece of this and, 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 you know, construction and, like, it's just about getting better all yeah. the fucking time. And I wanted that place to be successful. I had no idea where it was going to go or what it was going to lead to, you know, you know, if it was more successful financially or not. But I know, like, that whole journey brought us a... To, the, to this moment, to this time, yeah. to this conversation, and will propel or pull us to whatever the, the, you know tomorrow brings, next year brings, you know whatever. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was true. <laughs> well, I, I'm, 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 I want to get into it. if you really do have notes on your on your thing. I really want to know what's on there. No, is that that's okay? Okay, okay. Um, but my wife has to know, and I know this is a fair question because I want to know for myself. She said, "Where the hell is this question?" Somebody, uh, on a scale of one to ten, how cocky was Kyle? Twelve. <laughs> no hesitation. Yeah, yeah, dude, you were fucking. It was full. confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, you were, you, you were full of fire. <laughs> that's true. Was, that's great. I will say, cockiness. I can't know, wait to make that into a clip for Instagram. Confidence. You know, yeah. but you know, no different than me in 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 the architecture. You know, when I start, I, dude, I launched an architecture firm with with no license. I went and found my, you know, my. I have one partner that's actually we're still partners. Um, oh, and, wow. and, but yeah, I mean, yeah, twelve, maybe thirteen. Wow. You know, but I'll, I will tell you this: something that I did. So I'm just responding to some questions here on Facebook, but some of the. One of the things I learned from you, and it's something that I um, I say all the time, is basically you gave me, however, now that I know that I was a 12 out of 10, but you definitely told me that, or gave me a vibe of like, cool, like, good job, uh, but nobody fucking cares. That's like what you're supposed to do. Like, you didn't right. so much as say that. Maybe you did, but uh, I don't remember you specifically saying that, but it was like, it struck me as like, yeah, like, dude, you're supposed to fucking have rock yeah. killer brunch. Yeah. You're supposed yeah, to yeah, fucking yeah. be able to do right, right. hundred covers. Yeah. 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 Now, you know, I, I still struggle with this, you know, today. Um, I don't have any real employees. Like I hire subs and, and, and stuff like that. I want there to be this, right? Like you're my ex-girlfriend. I want, 
us to be cool. I want everybody on my job. All right. So the, the nine unit in, in Asbury, um, before the wet, yeah, maybe September end, end of the summer, I wheeled over of like a 42 inch Weber grill. I put it in my, my truck and I brought it over there and I cooked everybody all day. I, I smoked, uh, uh, um, you know, pork pot. I did, uh, ribs. Um, like I, Threw down, like I want there to be that kumbaya thing. Yeah, right. But I expect, you know, this is my this is one of my downfalls or pitfalls. I want you to want, like, I expect that you're there because you know you cooked for me. It was fucking delicious. I didn't really get you under fire, right? What I, you don't know what it's like until seven twenty, seven twenty. You know. And you know you don't know what it's like till you're till you're under pressure, but yeah, I I, I want there to be excellence. I assume you do, you know. But it's a and lesson I, for somebody who hasn't been down that road before. You know, so many people. You know, I and Leslie can tell can tell you. My wife is with with um, with our our daughter. She's my stepdaughter, but I have a level of accountability with her. Where now we're we're on we're you know talking about grades. She's in eighth grade, and it's like. You know, she she wants to put every A on the refrigerator or she wants to talk about like and, you know, Leslie is a good mother. She's like, oh, that's so great you know, and everything. But it's like, hey, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Like we, we, we got to be careful about celebrating every little aspect. But um, that was something I definitely learned from you for sure. Um, You guys got to come down to Asbury and hang. Um, well, I already since you said you have a nine-unit development project going on, I've added you to my list of uh, potential reach outs for any <laughs> commercial real estate representation. Um, well, no, but like uh, I, I think that it, it was a it, to me, it will forever until the day I die stand out as a transformative experience. Um, and like everything that happened there played out like I was a character in my own movie. You know what I mean? It was it, it was a time when you know. Let's face it. Pr just prior to that, like. 1995 to 1999 it wasn't that cool to be working in a restaurant it was like that's where you went when you couldn't get a fucking job and right. it had just started like anthony bourdain and like all that food network and all that stuff started to become cool yeah, yeah, yeah. very much and, so. and, you, and, you, and I, I what i what really stands out and to you, me in terms you, walk, of you walked in there like you had an agent already <laughs> <laughs> i did actually i did but dude i'll tell you like it, it was uh, yeah i'm sure i'm sure i don't know i well i don't think i would hire me well this guy he thinks he who does he think he is i went to the french culinary institute i know how to crack an egg who's that george or is that me that's, that's me i know how to crack it i can okay then let me tell you <laughs> my wife is loving this you know i i can tell you that yeah that was it that was the thing you had you were like living the like you it was an it was I, I was rather people who were becoming chefs and cooks coming out of culinary school were embodying the whole persona they thought that it was like oh yeah now yeah now it's like even there was a period of time i think now it's adjusted a little bit there's a period of time where kids are just coming out all the time and just opening up concepts and they just were falling left and right failing left and right but i gotta tell you like one of my <laughs> my wife said that's what happens in our kitchen Right now, <laughs> that's fucking right. It does. Are you crazy? She's like, you that never was, let me. Call yeah. me out. That the real stories. <laughs> but I'll I'll, my, I'll tell you my two favorite stories. One, and I can't believe they were even around then, but that makes sense. That is the restaurant was all glass, right? So you could see yeah. everything you'd see in. 
yep. and there was a guy that came in with a Starbucks cup and <laughs> sat right in the corner. <laughs> Yo, this guy came in, sat down, and you were, and I don't know if I pointed it out or we all like we all kind of collectively looked at like this jackass like sitting in the corner, and I'm, I'm looking at the picture and I can remember where he's sitting. He had the cup sitting right in the window, like it was like he was trying to do a placement ad for Starbucks. And you were like, you know, I got to go say something. <laughs> and you went over there and you're like, hey, cool, I get it. But can you just put it in like one of our cups? Yeah. And he was like, no. And you were like, and basically, yeah, yeah, get the fuck out. And <laughs> he did. Yeah, and he got in that. He made the fucking, I don't know if they were getting ready to leave or whatever, but the guy didn't want to put it in the cup. Oh, and you were like, yeah, get out, get, get the hell out of there. But it, I mean, to me, that's what I was like, wow. You know, like, because I was thinking so much, we got like every customer was so valuable, but that's a real important lesson too. Like, you can't let people shit on you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he's fucking with my image. He's fucking yeah. with my, my brand image. Um, yeah, no. Hey, the Cobrix, it was like Cobrix coffee, right? Like, you yeah, know what? Yeah. I mean, sourcing the coffee, the, the mugs and everything had like the different look. Like, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 like, type we, stuff. Handpicked all the, the, the plates from, uh, Oh, what the fuck's the name of it? Fish is Eddie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah, like a lot of thought, you know, like that's the architect in me, right? So the flavor profile, how we plate. I mean, dude, we were plating. Yeah. We were plating. You were fucking plating fried fucking chicken. You know, I mean, we were doing roll-up asparagus, roll-up, like sushi style. Like it yeah, was, yeah. it was, you're, you know, it was way ahead of its time, but it was all about that imagery and that imagery I wanted to be perfect. And I'm not saying it was, you know, me, but that idea pre fucking Instagram was not happening. You know, it was baskets of fucking fried crap and yeah. or meatballs, you know, shitty meatballs. Especially in Hoboken. Like yeah, right, Hoboken right. That can't be, that can't be under uh, overstated either. There was red sauce joints. There was very few progressive kind of spots going on. I mean, there was that crappy bar food, and yep. then there was like Amanda's, and then whatever else. And uh, eating, you know, yeah. Bina was on the on the edge at that point. Like the Mario Batali thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was definitely different. I mean, even I'm looking at it now. That grab that back wall was like a textured green wall with company over the top, right? That's yeah, yeah. We were, that's like an we Instagram were, wall. We were changing out that that feature wall like every three months. You know, like maybe we should open one again. Yeah, let's go. Let's what's, give, what's it? So what? So yeah, that space is available. It is. I'm not saying. Oh, oh, I, I, I have a project actually in Hoboken that I that I now have to be back there every once in a while. So I, I want to drive by there. Yeah. Um. But what I don't know is how everything kind of wrapped up. Like, how did you? What was the ultimate deciding factor, and how did you decide to kind of? Um. You know, my, my mom is is still with me. My 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 dad passed a couple of years ago. Um, you know, I I I was I'm, I'm not a guy that you know I would talk to my dad about stuff, but we wouldn't have like these in depth like you know business conversations. Like, well, six percent of you know, like it yeah, was right, right, right. You know, hey, get another three grand to pay rent this month. Um, you know, at a certain point. You know, Annie and I were afraid, like it was, you know, a mess at that point. Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't see a, you know, the, 
you you had left it by that point, or that we just pulled the plug? Yeah. You had left I, no, I, I had left, but you think I feel like you were open for a year maybe, later. I don't remember. Yeah, maybe we just I pulled it off with with Elikio and 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 the boys, and but. At a certain point, it was this is negative, negative, negative. We also went through like two floods. Remember mm -hmm. that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Flooded. Uh, we went through two serious floods, um, and I had to make a decision: like, am I an architect? You know, am, am I in this field or am I in that field? Um, and I, I guess I just didn't see the path. You know, right. Um, and I, that's when I just kind of said, yeah, I guess we got to gotta go. Oh, I remember. The, so we didn't own that as a, it was a commercial condo. And this was our saving grace. Uh, went to a third partner, Nikki Petruzzelli. Hey. Um, hey, Nikki. Um, and we borrowed some more money. We bought the space. So that gave us some control. And then we were, able oh. to, yeah, that's how we did it. And then we packaged it as a sale to um, a coffee guy out of Jersey uh -huh. City, and yeah. we basically sold the, the condo for a profit. Um, you know, included the equipment, and we were able to get out. You know, less unscathed um, by by. Yeah, yeah so that, that's how we ended up getting getting out of that that deal. Yeah, and then how how long between that till your next restaurant? Next yeah, well. Uh, you know, then I then I um I, I came I was in Asbury, um one of the partners from the taco truck, yep. uh, Jersey Jersey uh, fast casual that that you know folded a couple of years ago. But um, one of the partners there w was was going through a divorce and he was hanging a lot in Asbury and we were catching up catching up, um and then I had started the furniture company. Mm -hmm. And we were meeting and talking and having coffee and just, you know, just two guys shooting the shit. And he's like, ah, I'm going to open up my own place. And then, then he called, he called me. So that was, that was probably about seven years ago. Oh, six, years, that. six years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, I was out for a long time. Um, and then we did one of these, you know, you come to soapbox because he was, he had a good mind for, for business. Um, and he was like, you helped me with, with designing you know, Barrio, and so that's how that kind of started. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a good recovery period. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had, yeah, and, and at that point, I knew I wasn't the operator, had no no worry about, like, you know, the operational side of things, so I said, let me get the fuck out of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so once we handed off the keys, uh, it was funny, because it was fun, because then, then it was fun again, um, Annie did some hosting. She was she was a hostess for a couple couple you know couple of shifts. Um, it was the summer. We opened up in like July. A couple you know, yeah. Then we opened up like the before July Fourth weekend. So I was running around doing hosting. She was running around doing hosting. It was fun, you know. Yeah. Um, the fun part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there is, you know. But yeah, that was that was that. That's wild. Look, man, I could keep. Well, I could keep talking, and we can keep talking later. But I know you probably got work to do. Tell um, your wife to send, text me the, the private list, and uh, I, uh, I will not. You guys will never speak <laughs> ever. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I do have uh, a couple of things here that are rapid fire questions. Sure. That are um, 
few words, three to five words or one sentence max. Um, <laughs> tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. All right. What did you want to be when you were 12? Architect. Really? You always yeah. knew. I, I, I'll go get it. I'll show you the drawing I did when I was, there are two, two pivotal things I remember. My parents were divorced. My dad moved to Hoboken. We would walk down to the waterfront, obviously before, mm -hmm. it, was, before it was what it was. Um, what it is now and we took a picture of the skyline and he showed me the reflection in a little pool of water um and we were talking about like the skyline and the reflection and we painted um the skyline mm -hmm. hold on one sec yeah love this Oh wow! Oh cool! That's probably so you like, have that. For, <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. That's a great. Uh, that's like really. That looks like a picture from what I'm looking at it. So he taught me, you know, he showed me like lighting and the reflection of the New York City skyline. Sick. Um, and I did another crazy like drawing, like random, you know, fake skyline. Yeah. That, that I made up. Um, and that yeah. was twelve. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, probably like nine. Um, so, okay. Describe your approach to design style, to your design style. Um, I, I think it's like a inner narrative. I, I try to, whether it's residential or, 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 or hospitality, I'm trying to get inside somebody else's head. Like mm -hmm. it's not about me. Um, it's about like the experience I want you to have, um, whether it's your house whether it's your guests in your house or in your in your restaurant, right? So uh, this is supposed to be rapid fire. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> real, real quick, Barrio was um, so we were trying to build a, a, a narrative, and and there was a picture of a of a Mexican towel that was hanging mm -hmm. on a hook, and I said those people are having sex, and like they're like what? And I'm like. The people who just hung that towel there are having sex. And they're like, they're like, what are you talking about? We're designing a restaurant. I said, no, that's it. Like, it's all about Acapulco, 1970. Yeah, you know, that's cool. It, it's, a, it's a dilapidated hotel that we found. And some guys got in there and did some graffiti in it. And, um, and those two just, one more time, are having sex. And they were like... <laughs> So yeah, I'm trying to paint a brand picture, like a image. Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah. And it's no different than if it's in your house. Like if you're telling me uh, you have company three times uh, a year, you're going to design your house around those three times a year with your company, or you're going to design the house the way you, you, you want to live. And I always use this expression, especially with somebody who has a house and they're going like design a house or an addition. I'm like, don't tell me how you live. Tell me how you want to live. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, if you can go back in time, what's the one thing you would tell yourself before opening company? Don't do it. No. Um, no, it had to be the way it was. Had yeah, to be. That's it. There's no. That's a good answer too. Hold, hold tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's your mouthpiece. Yeah. And helmet. Yeah. Get, the, get, the get out of there.
Um, what would Annie say is your greatest strength? I mean, I would imagine that I don't give up. Yeah, I can imagine that being true. Um, what? Okay, what is the one thing you wish I did differently at company? Shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> uh, no, dude, nothing. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's not, there's, that's there's, probably true. There's no, there's no, like, no. My, my eyes are getting teary. There's nothing. We, we, you can't go back. Like, there's yeah, right. no, I can't even go back and say, oh, this is what I would do. Didn't happen. It happened the you way kind it of shaped happened. everything is now. Yeah. yeah. That's a great point. And, and, and I would regret, you know, anything. You know, I would regret yeah. if you're happy with who you are right now that I, I did something else that fucked you up. Like, no, like, we're in good shape. You know, we're, we're, I'm, I'm, yeah, I wish I had. You're a dad. Yeah, yeah, you're dead. Yeah. Millions of dollars more in the bank, but not at the expense of, of uh, anything else. No, no way. That's awesome. Well, I mean, I'm going to wrap it up here, but I want to say thank you. you know, I don't think I ever said that to you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the experience. You know, it was, uh, I know it was a challenging time for for everybody, you know, and I, and I think, um, you know, a lot was learned there. You should know that I learned a lot there. And I, I always think about a lot of things that happened there that were, influential to me, whether consciously or subconsciously, but I think about a lot of things in terms of the independent restaurant owner, what it takes to be one. And you definitely embodied that and definitely showed me what it takes to do that. So um, I wanted to say that too. And, and I do respect the hell out of you that you also came to Pulpitina uh, when it opened. So that was, <laughs> that was a big yeah, thing. I mean, so I, I appreciate that. It's, um, you know, thanks for inviting me on. Um, thanks for coming into my life when you came into it and, you know, I'm glad that we've reconnected and that, you know, we're kind of, you know, we're, we're at this, we're at this place. Cause like, those are moments, right? That's yeah, for whatever, sure, man. Yeah. Whatever happened in there in, in the heat of it, um, doesn't ever, like, I always respected you. You left there, you, you went and grinded up in the, in the, in the tower up in Troy yeah. Tower. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like grinders are grinders, you know, yeah. and just grind it out. That's it. What's the best way for somebody to get a hold of you for any one of your services there? Uh, architecture, um, yeah, design. If you, on, if you go on Instagram, my, my personal one, which I blend with everything anyway, uh -huh. is it's underscore all underscore fine, F-E-I-N. Mm -hmm. uh, all good builders. Um, on, on Instagram, it's kind of, you could always DM me that way. And uh, yeah, yeah whatever you need. You need a little That's design, it. you need a little construction. You want little briskets, little ribs, yeah. uh, biscuits. Sweet, dude. Grilled All right, pizza. man. Grilled it was good pizza. to connect. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's right. The grilled fucking pizza. How about that? Next Forget one. about that. Good. Yeah. We'll Come do a whole too. mini session. All right. Say, uh, say hi to your family. And uh, I'm happy for you that you're happy. And all's good. Thanks, brother. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'll definitely be down once this whole shit is over. Yeah, I know yeah. I've been trying to get to Asbury for a yeah. while, so. Looking we'll forward to it. Water. We'll get you surfing. Sick. All right, brother. All right. Take care, Please. man. Thank All you. Right. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to episode 46. Again, the first episode of 2021. Um, you know, Rob, to me, has always and will always embody the spirit of the independent restaurant owner and what it takes to really run your own operation. I mean, you can hear from his voice. You can get his vibe. I mean, he was all in. I mean, he was washing dishes. He was doing the design work. He was 
bussing tables. He was, look, that's what it takes. That is what it takes to run your own restaurant. And I'm forever, forever grateful for my experience in that little restaurant in Hoboken, New Jersey, when I thought I was a hotshot chef and Rob did a great job of knocking me down and keeping me in my place. And I like to think that, you know, we, we created something special there. And, you know, look, who knows? Maybe we'll We'll create something again. Uh, thanks again for supporting the show, guys. Um, remember to please comment, rate, and share each episode. And uh, we'll keep it going in 2021. Keep your heads up, guys. Kids keep going.